Late to the party. All right. Musical Abdallah. There you go. <laughs> nine, 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 nine. All right. Daf Mem Zion. Here we go. Today's Daf Mem Zion, page 47. The Hevika Masechah's Nazar. We pick up on the very top of Daf Mem Zion. We're at the Mishnah. And Ben Shem, we're going to be Zechah to finish the sixth parak and start the seventh parak, which, as we'll see, we're familiar with a lot of the, with uh, at least the first part of the parak has to do with the uh, with Tuma um, of uh, another becoming Tame and uh, ver- uh, some really fascinating situations. Uh, for example, you know, we'll introduce it when we get to the new parak. But be- right now, what we're wrapping up the sixth parak with is what happens within the end of the Nazir's process if something goes wrong. Okay, so we've been talking about at what point he should be getting his haircut. How early could he get his haircut after one carbon? Which carbon? And now the mission give a situation of what happens if the blood of a carbon was sprinkled and then the Nazir becomes Tame. What are we going to do then? The issue with him becoming Tame is that he's not capable of bringing the other carbonas. He can't complete the process. So we have a very interesting machlekas, which initially in the Mishnah is going to be confusing, but the Gemara will clarify for us. And here we go. If you have a Nazir who the blood of one of his carbonus was sprinkled and then he became tummy. So as soon as the blood of one of his animals are sprinkled, he really completed his process. That's what we learned in the last Mishnah. He brought his one carbon, the sprinkling of the blood. Your mom, you're pretty much done with whatever's ma'akiv. And then you become tummy. Now this has to be understood because Rabbi Eliezer earlier on was the one who said that a, even a regular Nazir who becomes Tami only loses seven days. So we have to understand what Saiser Es Hakol is. What he should do is as follows. Wait till he's Tahar. Then bring your last two Karbanas and you're done. That's what it means by Yavi Shar Karbanaisov you are Yaitse, your first one, because you already sprinkled the blood. So there's two more carbonus to bring. Whichever two carbonus are left to be brought, do that. You know, wait your seven days, bring the other two carbonus, and show them all you saw, you're good to go. Now, Amrulai, the Chum said to Rebbe Hatar Mudis, we're going to prove to you that we're correct. And that if somebody becomes tummy after the sprinkling, you wait seven days, and then bring the next two. This is a story with Miriam from Tarmud. She had a situation of our Mishnah where blood was sprinkled and she became Tommy. And they, she sprinkled the blood of a carbon, the, the blood of a carbon was sprinkled for her and that she found out that her daughter was Mamish in Sakana. It was Mamish dangerous. And she went to her daughter. Her daughter died. She should bring the rest of her carbonus and she becomes Tame and she becomes Tahar. That's how she completes the process and there's no issue after that. So you see, see once you bring the next two carbonus, you are good. You just bring the remainder of your carbonus and, and Shalom al Yisrael, the process is complete. The Gemara is now going to be bothered with the obvious question that we mentioned as we learned the Mishnah, which is, Katani, our Mishnah says, if a, if a Nazir becomes Tame, after one carbon blood is sprinkled, 
Rabbi Eliezer, I'm a Saisir You lose everything. Says the Gemara, that doesn't, that, that can't be. But Amar Rabbi Eliezer, Rabbi Eliezer, Rabbi Eliezer holds, Kol Achas Meloi Shiva Saisir. Any Nazar that becomes Tomei, the most you're going to lose out is seven days of your Nazirus. So why over here when he's completed his Nazirus and the blood of one carbon is sprinkled, are we going to say that Saisir Esakol? Amar Rav, Rav says, no, 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 don't worry. Ready for this, Chavra? There's no opinion that you lose out on any Nazirus days. Amar Rav, my Saisir Nami, the Amar Rebeliezer, Saisir Karbonaisov. You hear this? So here's the Machlaikas. All that's happening is as follows. Here's the case in the Mishnah, ready? A Nazir is Tahar. He brings a Karbon. They sprinkle the blood of the Karbon. Says Rav, according to Rabbi Eliezer, Saisar Esakol means you have to rebring your first carbon. After you purify yourself, now you're going to have to bring the Chatas Ayla and Shlama. While the Chachamim are going to say, no, don't worry about it. You got your one carbon in with the sprinkling. Now you're Tamei. When you become Tahar, you'll just bring the remaining two. So it's a very so the machlekas sin rebelos are it's simply in once you purify yourself how many carbonus uh, are you going to bring but everybody's going to agree you finished your naziris you're not going to have to remake up any naziris days and hachanami mistavra this is also logical says the gemara to explain like this to katani because our mishnah said the chachamimaymer you bring the rest of your carbonus. Meaning, the, the whole dis- discussion over here is an offering, is a carbon conversation. Shmamino, we talk and learn from here that when Rabbi Eliezer says, Saisar Asakol, what that means is strictly about the sacrifice, about the carbonus. You purify, you'll bring the three carbonus again, but everybody's going to agree, you don't go back in your Naziras. And now that there's a Machlaikas, the Gemara explains, Umay Sanami. And now we're going to finish up the Mishnah and explain. There was also a story with Miriam HaTarmudis, Miriam from Tarmud, she was a Nazira, she brought an animal, they sprinkled the blood, and then after the blood of the first carbon was brought, was sprinkled, somebody came to her, and let her know, her daughter was on her deathbed, her daughter was about to die, so she ran out of the Beis and it turns out her daughter had passed away in Hebuch. And she, the, the, this Nazira, Miriam, now became Tommy Mace after bringing her first carbon. And the Cham Paskind over there, Tavi Sha'ar Karbanesel Viti Taher. All she needs to do after her seven days of purification is to bring the remaining two carbones, Shmamina. You see that this is Taka, the Machlaikas. Hajran Allah Shlaishaminim. Hadron Allah, Shlaisha Minim, Hadron Allah, Shlaisha Minim. Mouthstuff to everybody who finished the Hiligas 6 Perak of Meseches Nazir. All right, here we go. Seven Perak of Nazir. Here we go. Fascinating Mishnah. We don't really need an introduction for this because we're, we're going to focus on the Tumas Mace of a Nazir, some of the parameters around it, and we're going to be familiar with these concepts. So let's, anything that needs to be introduced, we'll mention as we move along. So here we go. Let, get ready for this. This is a fascinating case. Kayin Gadol the Nazir. A Kayin Gadol and a Nazir. Ein mitamin lekrovoseyam. 
they are both not allowed to become Tomei Mace to a close relative. Now we know a regular Kohen is permitted to become Tomei Mace to one of the seven relatives. What are the seven relatives? Two from the generation above, mother, father, two from the same generation, brother, sister, two from the younger generation, son, daughter, and then the seventh one is a spouse, wife. Okay? So a regular Kayan, who's usually not allowed to become Tamimes, could become Tamimes to seven immediate relatives. A regular Kayan. Two parents, two siblings, two children, wife. A Kayan Gadol is not allowed to become Tamimes to a relative. And neither is a Nazir. Okay? So a Nazir cannot even attend Leviah, we'll call it, take care of the needs of the uh, Anazir's parents if the parent passes away or spouse or siblings or children. Okay. Now, Avo, but, Mitam and Lameis Mitzvah. Both Anazir and a Gadol are permitted to become Tomei by a Meis Mitzvah. What's a Meis Mitzvah? So if you have a corpse, if you have a body that is uh, unattended to, there's nobody to tend to this, to take care of the burial. You now have an obligation. The, uh, the, the mitzvah comes your way. You have an obligation to tend to it. So in these situations, by a mace mitzvah, a nazir and a kain gadol are permitted to become tummy. Now listen to this story. You have a kain gadol and a nazir that are traveling together. There's nobody around. These two people are traveling together and now they find a yid, a corpse of a yid laying on the side of the road. Fascinating case. We don't need both of them. So which one should become Tommy? So listen to this. Rebbe Liezer, I'm here. Rebbe Liezer says, Yitame Kain Gadol. Better the Kain Gadol become Tommy while Yitame Nazir. Better to be the kind of God and the Nazir should not become Tar. Isn't that fascinating? Yeah? Incredible. Now we're going to need a source for this. A Nazir should be the one to become Tameh. Why? Even if you have a Nazir and a regular Kayin, Un, better for a Nazir to become Tummy than even a regular Kayan. Kalvachaymer, how much more so should the Nazir become Tummy before a Kayan Gadol? Okay? So again, Rabbi Yezir says, better a Kayan Gadol become Tummy than a Nazir. The Chum argue in an extreme way. They say, no, 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 no. Better a Nazir become Tummy even before any Kayan. Amar Lem Rabbi Yezir. Rabbi said to the Chum, Yitame Kayan Sheina Mevi Karban Al Tomasai. Should a Kayan become Tame? I don't understand. He doesn't bring a Karban when he becomes Tame. I'll tell you why we're more strict with the Nazir. Because a Nazir, if he were to become Tame, is going to be Chayv in a Karban. But a Kayan, any Kayan who becomes Tame, is not obligated to Karban. The fact that the Nazir obligated to Karban is a Raya, it's a bigger issue. It's a bigger issue of him becoming Tame. So I even prefer a Kayan Gado. Become Tame before a Nazir. Because we're Makbin on Nazir bring a Karma. Huh? Would you repeat that, please? Yeah. Says Rebbe Lezer, 
you know why I'm saying that the that we should be more strict on the Nazir from becoming Tameh? Why is it better that the Kain Gadol become Tameh than the Nazir? Says Rebbe Yezer, because if a Kain Gadol becomes Tameh, when he completes his purification process, there's no obligation to bring a sacrifice. If a Nazir becomes Tameh, he is obligated to bring a sacrifice. That's a Raya that it's a bigger issue for a Nazir to become Tameh than a Kain Gadol. But the Chum respond to them, Amr the Chum respond to Eliezer, and they say, Yitame Nazir, Shein Kedusha, they say, no, we prefer the Nazir become Tameh than any Kayan, even a regular Kayan. You know why? Because a Nazir's Kedusha is not forever. It's temporary. So it's a lesser holiness. It's not consistent. It's 30 days. Better to defile a holiness that's limited by time than to defile a permanent holiness. Okay? So these are the two conflicting approaches. Both of them valid. We're going to go through the sources in the Gemara. Both of them valid, but each one showing kind of a stringency over the other. To one extent, we find Rebbe Leezer's approach that a Nazir were more strict on because he brings a sacrifice. On the other hand, the Chamim's approach is we should be more strict on the Kohen because they have a permanent Kedusha. So now, in classic Gemara, what we're going to have to clarify is, you know, what does each one find wrong with the others? Let's get into this. Says Zok to Gemara, three lines from the bottom of Memzayin and Aleph. Bishlam a kain gadol and nazir. When it comes to kain gadol and a nazir, high sabar kain gadol adif, the high sabar nazir adif. You could have a machlekes. One holds we're more strict on the holiness of the kain gadol. The other one says we're more strict on the holiness of a nazir. Meshuach b'shem and amishka. What happens? If he, there's also different ways to become a kohen gadol. What if he's a kohen gadol who was anointed with the shemena mishcha? Two ways to become a kohen gadol is either by wearing the eight garments special to the kohen gadol or by being anointed with oil. So if you have a kohen gadol who's anointed with oil and an umaruba bebegadim, then you have a kohen gadol top of amud base who became a kohen gadol through wearing the extra garments. Meshuach b'shemena mishcha adif, the holiness of a kain of a kain gadol who was anointed with the oil is a higher level of holiness. The ilu meshuach b'shemena mishcha maybe parabal al kolamitzis because when he is when you when a kain gadol is anointed with oil he is going and he becomes tummy he's going to have or he doesn't have I'm sorry by mistake he's going to have to bring the special chatos vilum ruba begadim ena mevi. But if he's a if he's a kain gadol who was just anointed with wearing more garments, he's not going to have to bring the same carbon that the that the meshuach b'shem and amishcha is going to have to bring meshuach she'avar. So let's say you have a case where you have a kain gadol who's an emeritus. Ready? So let's get practical over here. Let's get practical. We just established you have two kahanim gedolim. Now usually. We'll say in a general sense, you'll never have two Kohanim G'daylam who are alive at the same time. Usually one passed away, another one took his place. But that's not always the, that wasn't always true. Sometimes you'll have a Kohen Gadol Emeritus. A Kohen Gadol became a Kohen Gadol and he was anointed. And now he's, he, 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 he got the, doing the Avaita of the Kohen Gadol got too difficult. So he's a Meshuach, he's anointed, the highest level of Kohen Gadol with oil, but She'ovar. 
he's given over the kahuna gedayla. Umaruba bebegadim. And now you have a kain gadol who is active as the kain gadol, but to a lesser degree of kahuna gedayla because he's not anointed with oil. He the, the, the kain gadol who's currently in office is going to be. He only became uh, holy with the garments. Meruba begadim adif. We say the kedusha of the active kain gadol is greater. The meruba begadim adif avaida because he's actively serving. Even though he was anointed with oil, since he's not currently doing the avaida, he doesn't have the same degree of of uh, kedusha. Ovar machmas kireyov. What happens if you have a kain gadol who is not an emeritus, he just cannot actively serve because he's Tameh. He, he's a, he is Tameh Keri. He had a seminal emission. He cannot actively serve until he purifies himself. So in the meantime, we're going to insert a temporary Kayin Gadol in his place. But this, this Kayin Gadol, who's Tameh, is not a Kayin Gadol emeritus. He's still holding office. He just can't do the Avaida. So we're going to put somebody else in a, in a relief Position a relief pitcher. We're going to stick him in a substitute, yeah, until he becomes tar. The avar machmas mumai, or you have a kain gadol who uh, developed a mum, so he can't do the avida. Avar machmas kerei adif. So you had the the one who's currently not working because of uh, kerei should is has a higher level of kedusha. Now j- just pause for a minute. The reason why we're comparing all these cases, by the way, why are we doing all this? Anytime you have a higher level of kedusha. What that means is, if you're in the situation of our Mishnah, of the Kain Gadol and the Nazir, right? Let's say I have two Kahanim Gedailim that are walking together. One's active and one's an emeritus. One's in. So we want to know, whichever one's the lower level Kedusha, that's the one that should tend to the Mace Mitzvah. Okay, so that's why it's important here to tell us the, the level of Kedusha, because that's the one that should, that should become tummy. So... The, uh, the, the one that's Tomei, Machmas Keri, he has a higher level of Kedusha. And the one, and therefore, let's say I have a Kayan who's not serving because of seminal emission. And a Kayan who's not working because of a Mum, and there's a Mace Mitzvah, the one who has the Mum should be the one to tend to the Mace Mitzvah. Dilu hai chazi Because the one who has a Bal Keri, he, the next day he's going right back to the Beis HaMikdash. As soon as he's... Uh, as soon as he's tahar, the ilu avar machmas mumai, but the kain who has a blemish loy chazi la he's not fit for the avayda at all until it goes away. So the one that's sooner going to go back to the avayda is the one who's considered currently to be in a higher state of holiness. Now, the gemara is going to ask a question, searching for information. Now, before we ask the question. Just to, I, I find this incredible. I think this is, this, from the top of the Yomba till here, is such a beautiful Yisait in life. Isn't it beautiful? It's incredible. There, there's so many different, like, times and spaces in our lives where we're, we're like Avar. You know, like, we're, we're currently not doing it. We're currently not, we're, we're not doing Davide. We're not serving Hashem in the highest degree. We're not, we're, we're not in it. Yeah, so okay. So we talk about kedushas. So you say, uh, okay, am I an emeritus? Have I moved on? Have I given up? It's not my job anymore. Then there's a lesser level of holiness. 
But let's say I'm, uh, you know, somebody's a Balkari. So you're back tomorrow. You're back. Like you're not, there's Kedusha there. You're coming right back. Person has a mum. Might take a little more time. But you're also coming back. You're still a Haltzech, a Kayin. You're a Kayin here. You're holding a Kayin. Ah, you're not mamish doing that Vayda? Yeah, but I'm, I'm a Yid. I'm a Yid. I'm, com- I'm coming back. Okay, so there's different levels within it, but you're, you're, you're Kaddish. The holiness never leaves. It's just a matter of how soon we, we put ourselves back on track. Okay. Says the Gemara, they ask the question searching for information. Let's say you have two Kayhanim. One of them is the Kayan Mashuach Mohammed. There was a Kayan who was set up to oversee the selection of the soldiers who went to battle. Right? The people would even would show up, we're gonna fight, and the Kayan Mashuach Mohammed would get up there and say, Anybody who built a house and in the last year, anybody got married in the last year, anybody has a virus, right? So he was the guy, he would lead them. Uh, into battle, so he had a higher level of uh, than a regular kayan, and there were certain halachas that he had to file that 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 he had to follow, like a kayan gadol. One of them is he's not allowed to become tummy. So if he's a kayan meshuach mochama usigan, and you have an assistant kayan gadol, regular assistant kayan gadol, what's an assistant kayan gadol? If the kayan gadol would become impure, there was somebody else waiting to take his take his place. Which one of them has a higher level of Kedusha? Again, a Kayin Gadol who's Meshuach Muhammad, so he is in a position currently, but for a specific cause. You're only going to function as a Kayin Gadol for war. And then you have somebody else who's always on call in all areas, but as an assistant, in case something goes wrong. So which one is more Kedusha? Meshuach Muhammad. Meshuach Muhammad is greater. That's one saying. On one hand you say, the one who's currently in office as the, the one head of Meshuach Muhammad, that's his, that's his office right now. So do we say he's greater? Or perhaps, or do we say the Sagan is greater because he is waiting to do the Avaid on the Beis HaMikdash? Yeah? yeah, fascinating Shaila. So here we go. So the Shaila is: is it better to be a specialist and in position doing your job, or is it better to be a GP, a general practitioner, and uh, you, you get your hands mamish doing the avoid in the base hamikdash? You, your mamish waiting to do it. You're just you're just not there because you're 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 the relief pitcher. True, on, on one hand, you may not get the job. On the other hand, once the job comes, your mom is working in the Beis HaMikdash. The Kayim Meshuach Mocham is not working in the Beis HaMikdash. So those, those are the two, uh, you know, those are the two approaches, two ways to look at it, right? On one hand, you have a guy who's a specialist, but he's never working in the Beis HaMikdash. He's going to take care of it. On the other hand, you have somebody whose mom is ready to do that fight in the Beis HaMikdash. He's just not doing it because, you know, he's there uh, in relief. In case, uh, in case something comes up, and uh, so the Gemara says like this: Tashma Kamalis and Tani Blemter Brisa. Ain Bein Meshuach Mochamalis Gan. There's no difference between the, the uh, between a Kain Gadol or a Kain who's overseeing the battle and the assistant Kain Gadol. Ella Hashem Hayu Mahalchem Adarach Matzu Meis Mitzvah. Unless Mamish our case, they're walking on the path and they see a Meis Mitzvah. 
What should we do? Yitma Meshuach Muhammad Val Yitma Hasagan. Better the one who oversees battle should become Tame than the assistant Kain Gadol. Says the Gemara, why? When it comes to giving kavod, you give kavod to the one who's in office to oversee battle before an assistant Kain Gadol. So if we're giving more kavod, if you give precedence to the Kain who oversees the battle, why? If the two of them are walking on the road and there's a mace mitzvah, should we say to him, the one who gets more kavod, why are we saying to him to become tummy? Why are we telling the one overseeing battle to become tummy? We should say it's the opposite. The assistant. Better for him to become tummy. He, he, he gets less kavod, so there must be he has less kedusha. Amar Marzuch, Marzuch responds, he says no. Le'inyan when it comes to good situations, giving life, to these two Choshevah Kayhanim, Meshuach Mochanma Adif, Meshuach Mochanma will come first because he's currently in position. My timer, the Talubay Rabbim, he's currently in position and people need him. Ule'inian Tuma, but as far as becoming Tomei, Sigan Adif, the, the general practitioner, right, the assistant Kain Gadol, who could do any Avaid on the base Hamikdash. He actually has to be more careful to not become tummy. The Tanakh learned the price of Rechidah ben Antigna Saimer. Rechidah ben Antigna says, Lama Tignus Zikah the Kain Gadol. Why is there an assistant Kain Gadol at all? Shem Ira by Psul. If something goes wrong within the Avaida, Hari Nichnasu Misham Ishtachtav. This guy, this guy, this Choshiva assistant Kain Gadol needs to be there. And let's say he were to become tummy. Let's say the assistant were to become tummy during the seven days. We're going to have a problem. Because now you don't have a kind gadol, you don't have an assistant in place, and this is beautiful. This is beautiful. Listen, what Rav Chanina Ben Atignis is saying is as follows: A sigan kain gadol's kedusha is not coming from himself. You know why we tell him not to become tamei mace? Because you, assistant kain gadol, are needed for the kain gadol. When we're there serving godless. We're holding on to the coattails of godless. They'll carry a, that that god that the, the kahuna gadayla is what's carrying the sagan kain gadol and making him more needed, more chashuv in this specific situation because we can't afford to lose the assistant. Memela, we elevate him when it comes to a Smith, So we say, "Don't you dare become tummy. We can't afford. We can't afford to lose our backup." Masha'enkein, as opposed to the one who's currently in office, yes, you're actively serving, and the rabbim need you, the masses need you, and when it comes to kavod and giving you life and all those things, you come first. But when it comes to Tumah, the assistant Kayin Gadol can't become Tumah. You battle Kayin and need to become Tumah before the assistant, because the assistant is needed by the Kayin Gadol himself. And since he's needed by the Kain Gadol himself, that overrides everything. Okay. Says the Gemara. Ad kan pligi nazir. The conversation in our Mishnah, the Machlaikas over which one should become Tami, the Nazir, the Kain Gadol, is specifically by a Nazir and Kain Gadol, Kiko Azli, who are traveling, who are going, Pahadei Adadi, together. 
Avol but. Chad, chad, lechudei. It seems very clear. If I have a Nazir traveling by himself, or I have a Kayin Gadol traveling by himself, what would be the halacha? What would everybody agree? You become tame. Yeah, you become tame. Both them have a chiv. Bar itamu ina. That a kain gadol should become tame to a meis mitzvah. A nazir should become tame. The only the conversation is if somebody else could do it, which one is adif, right? Which one's greater? But if I'm alone as a kain gadol, I gotta become tame. If a nazir's alone, he gotta become tame. Minohanimili, what's the source telling me that everybody's obligated to tend to a mace mitzvah? After the Gemara, the Gemara answers, Did Tanu because the rabbis learned so shall we. I'll call Nafshois Mace La Yavai. He's not allowed to become Tameya Kaingadol, is not allowed to become Tame to anybody, okay? Even his parents, even his father and mother. So, what are we talking about? I'll call Nafshais Mace. Nobody. We talking about Iber Chaikim. If you're telling me a general person, Kangalo cannot become Tame to a regular Mace. I already know that. Kavachaymerhu. No Kayan could become Tame to. I have a Kavachaymer. Uma Kayan had a regular Kayan. Shehu Metame Lekrevim, who's allowed to become Tame to the seven relatives, to parents, to siblings, to children, and spouse. Cannot become tummy to whoever he wants. Who's not even allowed to become tummy to his kraivim, his close relatives. We know for a fact he cannot be tummy to a regular person. So when it says, I'll call cannot become tummy to anybody, what's the chiddish? Ella, rather, we're assuming. It's letting me know that a Kayin Gadol is not allowed to become Tomei to any of his relatives. The close relatives. Okay, So again, a Kayin Gadol cannot become Tomei to a random person. I know that because no Kayin can become Tomei to a random person. A Kayin Gadol cannot become Tomei to his relatives. You know why? Because the Pasuk says, I'll call Nafshois Meis Layavai. You can't even become dummy to a close relative. But then the Pasuk also says, You can't become tummy to your parents. So, What's that teaching me? That third part. I already know you can't become tummy to your parents. I know that from a kol mace. So, if I already know you can't become tummy to your parents, why does it say in the Pasuk, you can't become Tommy your parents. You know what it's letting me know? Only your immediate relatives you cannot become Tommy to. But let's say there's a Mace Mitzvah, a dead body that nobody is tending to, a Kain Gadol is permitted. Okay? And I know that from the word of La'aviv. You can't become Tommy to your father. But it also says, You can't become tummy to your mother either. It says you cannot become tummy to his mother. What's the limud from that? That's learned out from Gzera Shava, which Rebbe taught us. The Tanya we learned in Abraza, Rebbe Yaime, Rebbe says, Gabe Nazir, 
by a nazir b'maisam ena metamei. Um, a relative he's not allowed to become Tomei too when they die of Ometamehu Linigam Ulazibasam. But he's allowed to become Tomei too, a relative with their Tsaras, if in other words, if they're a Mitsaira or if they are a uh a Zava. So a Nazir cannot become Tomei too a relative if they pass away. It's not to become Tomei Mace. But a Nazir is permitted to become Tomei to somebody who has Tsaras. And he's also permitted to become Tomei to somebody who's, who has uh, Tomas Zov. The Aimli Yala Benazir. But I only know this is true by a Nazir that he's not allowed to become, that he's allowed to become Tomei to a Mitzayra or a Zov. How do I know that he's allowed to become Tomei, that a Kain Gadol also is only forbidden to become Tomei Mace, but um, he would be permitted to become Tomei to a Zav or a Mitzayra, I'll tell you, Amrit, we're going to, we'll say, the Pasuk didn't need to use the word Imai, forbidding a Kain Gadol to become Tomei to his mother, you don't need to say that, because we have a Kav just like in a case where Kayan Hedyite is allowed to be Metame to his seven relatives, his his uh, you know parent or brother, ain't Kayan Godol Metame Laaviv. Kayan Godol is not allowed to become Tame for a father. Makam Shein Kayan Hedy Metame Laaviv in a place where a regular Kayan cannot become Tame for his father or brother. Now, one of the situations where a regular Kayan cannot become Tame is a half brother through the mother. A Kayan is only allowed to become Tame, a regular Kayan Hedyit could only become Tame to the seven relatives if they're related paternally. If they're related maternally, he's not allowed to become Tame to a half brother through a mother. He's not allowed to become Tame to. So I'll say, how much more so could a Kayan Gadol not become Tame to his mother? Because he's only related to her maternally, obviously. That's what it means. Well, if you're going to learn this out through a Svara, through logic, so why did the Torah need to say that a Kayin Gadol cannot become Tommy to his mother? I already know that a Kayin Gadol cannot become Tommy to his mother, again, because a regular Kayin cannot become Tommy to anybody through his mother's, from his mother's relationship. If a regular Kayin cannot become Tommy on the mother's side, a Kayin Gadol certainly should not be able to become Tommy to the mother's side. So, so why did we say that a Kayin Gadol cannot become Tommy to his mother? Mufna, so it's their extra lahakish v'ladim and exerushava. Says Rebbe, it's there to teach me exerushava, which is nemar imay benazir. It says the word mother when it comes to a nazir. V'nemar imay b'kain gadol, and it says the word imay by a kain gadol. Ma imay b'amar benazir, just like a nazir cannot become tummy to his mother. B'maisam in metame, which means when his mother dies, he cannot become tummy. Avol metame hulenigam but he could become tummy. To these relatives, if it's a different type of Toma, if it's a Toma of Tsaras, or a Toma of Zav, Af Imai, Amr so to the word Imai, which said by Kangado, what it means is strictly that a Kangado cannot become Tomei Mace to his relatives. Bimaisam and a Metame of all, but a Kangado is allowed, Metame Lenigam Ulizivasam, he's allowed to become Tomei to, he's allowed to become Tomei through a close relative. If they have tsaras or if they are a zav, okay. 
So, what the Gemara just proved, we're going to hold it here for today, but the Gemara just proved is that from the word Ula Aviv, this was all extra the Brisa. But how do I know, bottom line, that a Kayin Gadol is allowed to become Tamei Mace? That was our original question. Everybody agrees that if a Kayin Gadol is walking on the road by himself and there's a Tamei Mace, everybody agrees that he should become Tamei. What's the source? The answer is, the Pasuk says, by a Kayin Gadol, La Aviv La Yitama, he can't become Tamei to his father. The Drasha is, but he could become Tamei to a mace mitzvah. What am I learning out from Uli'imai? Layitama, he can't become Tami to his mother. But that word is there to learn out from Nazir that it's only forbidden for a Kaingagal to become Tami mace from a relative. But to become Tami in other ways, from Zav, Saras, it would be permitted. Okay, so we have the source for Kaingagal that he could become Tami to a mace mitzvah. Tomorrow we will continue on the sugya and learn how we know by Nazir. That also, if a Nazar is by himself, he's allowed to be metame to a mace mitzvah. Have a wonderful, wonderful week, everybody. Zagibensh.